Today's pod is brought to you by Waterfront Comics, located at 609 Main Street, Sassoon City, California. Open every day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So if you're looking for a gift for an avid comic book reader or a collectible for a friend, come to Waterfront Comics. John is the guy to see. And if you can't come in person, no worries. Waterfront Comics does ship to home via their email, waterfrontcomics at gmail.com. Today's pod is also brought to you by Chosen One, a lifestyle brand of the nerd and famous, promoting academic hustle, street culture, and the geek life. Inspired by pop with a dash of retro goodness, Chosen One evolves with the future with a mission to provide a positive and empowering brand that flips the script for nerdkind. Check out their website at www.thechosenone.com, that's one with a W, to see their plethora of merchandise including hoodies, shirts, hats, and more. Available in men's, women's, and kids' sizes. Chosen One, the future of nerd kind. everybody, this is James and Marco and Nabil and this is the Movie Pals podcast, podcast number 49. Today we're going to be going over what we've been watching and we are doing a review on the new Disney film Aladdin. But before we get into that guys, we do have a special guest with us today. We have Jill. Hi. Hey Jill. Um, so uh, let us know a little bit about yourself since uh, truthfully you are our first female guest on the podcast by the way. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. I'm pod. honored. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um... I work in healthcare, health education. I have a cat. I nice. like okay. live music, movies, obviously. Um, what kind of movies Beyonce. do you like? I, I go back and forth between what's hype and what's not hype. So like okay. I saw Us, because Jordan Peele, obviously, yes. following Get Out. I liked Bohemian Rhapsody last year, I think. Awesome. Yeah, that was last yes. year, yep. Mm-hmm. But I also like watch The Holiday every Christmas season and Love Actually every Christmas season. Okay, So good I'm movies. with that as well. Those are good um, movies. I really stick to romantic comedies and comedies. I like lighthearted stuff unless it's like relevant to culture or something like that. Okay, nice. Awesome. What, what's your cat's name? Asha. It's oh, a nice name. Thank you. Nice. Uh, so what movies are you looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to The Lion King. Makes I'm a sense. little nervous. The live action you'll find is hard to please me. Oh, but God. I like Beyonce <laughs> and Donald Glover. The Jungle um, Book wasn't that bad. I know you like Beyonce. I mean, yeah. like, not like you love Beyonce. So. I do. Yeah. What's there not to love? I'm also looking forward to Booksmart I want to see. And I'm interested to see what they do with <clears throat> Men in Black International. Me too, actually. I liked what they did with the third one and did the second you? one and the first one. So, so you liked them all, basically. Basically. <laughs> I Why aren't they calling up. this one the fourth? I don't know, but... It's like a, it's like a soft reboot, right? Like a soft reboot. Something yeah. like that, yeah. It's just set as a sequel, Definitely. So thank you, Joe, for joining us. Uh, we are going me. to... Yeah, definitely. We're going to be moving into now what we've been watching. Hey, what you watching? All right, Nabil, so what have you been watching? Well, uh... You know, I've been able to catch up on some shows and some movies, but nothing specific. So I guess we don't need to talk about it. It's a goddamn. All right, record. cool. So Jill, then what have you been watching? We're really? skipping the build. No, just no, kidding. No. She's like, what the hell? Like, no, we, we fuck with each other. All we the just time. actually insert uh, f- audio from Nabil from every other week. Just no one ever <laughs> noticed again. It's the same thing. So what have you been watching? Um, I actually watched a show that came out in Hulu just uh, I think a few weeks ago called Catch Twenty Two. Um, only six episodes long. It's a show set in World War II. 
uh, based actually in Italy. So it's about this. It's actually based off of a book, which was made into a movie, which is now this uh, limited series. I've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it was actually a pretty well received movie back in I think it was in like the late seventies, if I'm not mistaken. It stars uh, Christopher Abbott as Yo Yo Yosarian, Kyle Chandler as Colonel Cathcart, Daniel David Stewart as Milo. Uh, Captain John Yosseri, a World War II bombardier, is stationed on the island of Pionoza. He's an individualist who seeks to protect his own life by fleeing to the hospital since uh, Catch-22 in the Air Force regulations prevents him from being grounded for illness or obtaining leave. So basically, he tries to enlist ahead of time to avoid being drafted and uh, signs up as a bombardier because he feels like there will be less combat that he have to worry about higher chance of living and then um decides to uh, you, you just watch just tell him why you watched it to bill <laughs> yeah. yeah just just because george clooney's in this movie okay george clooney is <laughs> I, in was, the show. I was waiting for what, it what, what are you what are you telling us plot for what are you doing dude <laughs> well it's actually really good well george clooney isn't really of course uh that big into the show he's in for i think two episodes the first and the last um which is, is it like a big part though is it he's, like he's a he's a uh a colonel in the series Damn, is he thin red light in this part thing? He kind of is. He's, he's there in the beginning. <laughs> Damn, and then, like uh, I'm sorry, not minutes. Minutes, he's a general. I, should, I was trying to okay. get the word. And um, he shows up at the end, too, and kind of gives uh, the main character, Yo-Yo, um, hell for the whole time and doesn't like him at all. So that's that's really like his his setup in the show. Um, it's really focusing on the main character. And, and what's really interesting about the show is that um, it's kind of like a dark comedy. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a bunch of guys uh, on base most of the time, and then they'll go up into the air to bomb a few places, and then come back, and they're kind of at the same time dealing with some of the horrors of war. Wasn't the um, original uh, dark comedy also, if I remember correctly? Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Part so, of the, and yeah, the book yeah. is kind of like dark as well. Yeah. Um, yeah the book, I, I haven't read it, but I know that it's kind of like that. But I can tell you that a lot of the, and I, I hadn't intentionally watched the movie. I wanted to kind of get it with a fresh look. A lot of the scenes are very shocking. There's a lot of surprising deaths that just happen unexpectedly, and just the way that they're dealing with like the PTSD of the of the characters, you just don't expect it. And especially during that time, it's nice to see a different look in the World War II because it's from a different different unit, and it's also during um, a different side of the war. You know, it's in Italy versus yeah. where it's usually set up somewhere in, in Northern Europe or you know in Japan. So um, the show is very short. It's uh, only about like an hour long and six episodes. So uh, definitely worth a watch, especially if you're interested in World War II history. Um, continuing down my Hulu binge, um, I watch another show called Rami. That is uh, also something that just started premiering uh, at the end of last month, I believe. This show is a bit more near and dear to me in the sense that I, I, have a, a, I can relate to it a little bit more. It's about a character named Rami. He's the son of an Egyptian immigrant on a spiritual conflicting journey in his New Jersey neighborhood pulled between his Muslim community uh, that thinks life is a constant test, his millennial friends who think life is full of endless possibilities, and a God who's always watching. Um, and so he's trying to live as an American. So you relate to this one more than the World War II bomber? Definitely relate more <laughs> oh, okay. to the World War II bomber. Just want to more, more than George Clooney? I mean, I wished I could relate more to George Clooney. you say this Clooney. one's on Hulu? Yeah, this one's on Both Hulu. are on Hulu. Nabil went Hulu wild. I, Look at this. I had to. I had to really get my money's worth. <laughs> so, someone's got to use it because <laughs> I've obviously haven't. So, what's interesting about the show is that it's uh, this this character Rami Youssef. He's actually uh, an Egyptian uh, comedian um, who is based a lot of this show off of his own life um, and his own experiences. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of showing a perspective of being a Muslim in America and still trying to be good to your faith while also. Mm-hmm. Um, being, you know, culturally adapted to American lifestyle and his friends. And so it's very, 
it's a very unique take that they've shown on film and television. Um, they don't usually kind of give that kind of perspective. You're either, either very conservative or you're you're very liberal and just don't care. Um, so in this case, that he's it's it's gives little vignettes each episode is kind of like a, a story but at the same time um gives you like a sub like there's an episode about him fasting during ramadan like which is the month that's right now and that's the preview part i've yeah, seen a lot of shown that so there's a lot of exposition yeah nice um there's also a scene about it, it spends time with it. he has a sister in there and gives it a perspective of his sister and what she goes through being a muslim woman in uh america and how strict his, his her parents are to her versus um, to Rami, the brother, um, and it also has a little bit of a setup for his mom and and what she goes through as well. So it gives different aspects of it as well, and it's a it's a very good take I think on it. Very well done. If you're ever interested in kind of uh, Arab culture or even um, a little bit of a just American expanding your with us being yeah. with us being non Arabs, do you think it's approachable even for people unlike yeah, yourself? I think, I think it's it tries to be relatable because he's very much an American and trying to find his uh, way to adapt to kind of society within being a Muslim and an American. So that's a yes then. Yeah. How okay. many episodes is the Ten season? episodes. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think if anyone's just trying to expand their horizons, it would be I've something worth I've seen previous worth, part. It looks really good. Interest. Very interesting. Nice. Yeah, it looks I haven't funny. seen any. I might go in blind. Thank you, Nabil. And uh, let's ask our guest, Chill, what have you been watching? Brace yourself. I'm taking you back to 1998. I'm currently watching Dawson's Creek. What? Nice. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> so James Vanderbeek, Katie Holmes, Joshua yes. Jackson, Michelle Williams. Yeah. And Busy Phillips. I have a thing with TV shows where I like to unwind to them and not think harder than my have you, day. Have you seen it before then? I, I used to watch it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um and I knew that I was Team Pacey. Two kinds of people in the world: Team Pacey, who want Joey to be with Pacey, Joshua Jackson, or I've never seen this show. James. Oh, okay. I'll take you right back <laughs> oh, there. You? I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen a few. I've it. seen a few episodes. Yeah, so I know what you're talking about. So Nabil looked at me like he's like what? James Vanderbeek <laughs> plays Dawson. It okay. starts when they're freshmen in high school. He lives next door to a girl, um, Joey, Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, very tomboyish. They're best friends. She secretly has feelings for him. Also, he secretly has feelings for her. They go on this like 10 year wave of when they have feelings, when they don't. Gee, His okay. best friend's Pacey Witter, who is played by Joshua Jackson. Um, but it's just interesting to see actors that we've seen do other things and like where their roots were. Um, it's got a really good adult cast. So the guy, the lady who plays the mom, Mary Margaret Humes plays the mom and she's adorable to this day find her on instagram she posts home videos of dawson's creek it's very cute but um i'm a sucker right now for uh like just high school just love triangles and very immature things and i like to unwind to it it's a little embarrassing at times not really it's it's pretty good and right now joshua jackson is carrying it which i like because i like him He's my favorite character on that yeah. show. What were you going to say? I was going to say, if you've ever listened to anything that James has watched, you know that it couldn't be any more embarrassing than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Bill, well, before this, the Bill I, got jokes tonight, okay. guys. Shots to fired. be fair, before this, I was watching Gossip Girl. I've seen a few episodes of Gossip Girl. Not yeah. bad. I actually let my old roommate spoil it for me, and I still watched it, which was dumb. Really? Winter Soldier was in it for a while, so I'm saying. Yeah. I finished the office recently i actually never watched it when it was on tv oh nice so i just like i said i'm late to the hype Mm -hmm. sometimes my brother oh my god the office is so funny yeah my brother just saw it too yeah so i liked that um i just started a new one called it's bruno on netflix 
Hey, you're telling us it about this. It stars Solvan Nime. He goes by the name Slick. He also raps, but he created it, wrote it, acted in it, produced it. So he, I think, is going like, to break out big really, soon. The Here's the thing that I like about it. <clears throat> it's a super easy pill to swallow. So the episodes are 10 minutes long. And oh, then it has really? like a two-minute credit section. But it's shot kind of like Scott Pilgrim of Versus the World, where there's oh, like comic okay. book like... Like cuts, you know, basically. Yes, yeah, and that's I love cool. it. But it's about... Is it based on a, like a comic book? No, it's based on his life, I think. Oh, wow. He's a that's Brooklynite. Cool. He's got a dog who's super cute, not like... Lady in the Tramp cute where it's like storybook cute, but just a Mm -hmm. cute little mutt. Um, And it's just their day-to-day life. It's almost Seinfeld-y where there's no real plot. It's just like he gets up for the day and they have to go get lunch meat or, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) but it's so cute. And it's, I watched three in a row or four in a row and it was, I laughed out loud all four times. So I'm like, okay, okay, 10 minutes well spent. He's adorable. I think he's going to really break out after the show catches on. He was in um, Power or something. He like has been doing producing and directing kind of low scale. So okay. right on. hopefully this one catapults him. Where, where's it streaming? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Right on. On Amazon Prime, I just watched American Honey, which is oh. a Shia okay. LaBeouf. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Something to know about your guest. I fuck with Shia LaBeouf. Yes, heavily. you do. <laughs> on any level. So anything that he does, I watch. And that one's about a girl named Sasha Lane who was just what do you call it? Like not homeless, but just had like a rough life. And she meets Shia LaBeouf's character and he's a traveling salesman door to door. So he basically like puts her in a van of a bunch of misfit, like traveling salesmen. (laughs) But they're like so grungy and so dirty, but it's a cute love story. I watch anything he does, but I liked it. I'd probably recommend. I I know it's known for being super long too, by the way. It's over three hours long. Yes. Oh, wow. wow. And, doesn't really have an ending. Oh, so, like, it, it so if you ever do watch it, I recommend you like find a part that you like the energy of and just like call it good there. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. You're like this is where the movie ends. Yeah, technically. I'm like Shia has tested my patience a lot of times, but yeah. I, I sign up each time for it. Okay, that yeah. makes. Oh yeah, it's been in my queue for like four years. Just when you have four <laughs> hours to spare. Yeah, it's like three and a half hours long, right? Sasha Lane does good. I think she got some like nods. For she got it. some indie cred for that one. Yeah, yeah, nice. definitely. Shia LaBeouf has a rat tail, so yeah, of course. Who doesn't yeah. love okay. a good Shia LaBeouf rat tail? <laughs> You're really selling this one really hard right now. Oh, man. Like why? Why does that actually make me want to watch it now? I Tonight, mean, Marco's committed. like, I finished it. I'm like it's three yeah. in the morning. Why are you sending text? <laughs> I come back, I have a rat tail. It's like, what's up, guys? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Right, he raps. Back. Awesome. Um, so anything else? No. Awesome. No, that's yeah. quite a. That's I'm going to cool. watch Beyonce's Homecoming, obviously. Of course. I'm just waiting for when I am prepared to, like, boom, just be blown away by it. Yes, you so. are a huge fan of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She's okay. <laughs> I know that I hurts I gotta go, guys. <laughs> yeah, she's like, later, fuck these guys. Uh, yeah. Man, her music's good. Shut up, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Marco, what have you been watching? Uh, quite a few things. I went to go see, actually, with you guys. Yep. The new 2019 horror sci-fi movie, Brightburn. And that was directed by David Yaroveski, who I'd never seen anything else of his. He only did short stuff before. Yeah. That. He had a, like, a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think yeah. that's about it. And it stars Elizabeth Banks as the character of Tori, David Denman as Kyle, and Jackson A. Dunn as Brandon, 
who, fun fact, actually played a young Scott Lang in Avengers Endgame. You will know what scene it is if you've seen the movie. Um, oh, wow. The story of <laughs> Brightburn is it's in the trailer. It's basically yeah. an evil Superman. It's what if Clark Kent was raised by Mom Pa, Mom pa Kent and instead of becoming a superhero, becomes a supervillain. It was okay. A super asshole is more <laughs> so, like Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think... I was think disappointed. It, I th- the, the concept was good. I think it was a really good idea, especially because there's already that uh, elsewhere storyline, uh, Superman, Red Sun, where Superman grows up in the Soviet Union and not the USA. So it was interesting to see what an evil Superman would look like, but I felt like the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie was super rushed. Like his whole genesis of becoming the character of Brightburn. And Brightburn is the name of the town. So, I mean, he names himself after the town, I guess. Kind of like, Did I know, it's this. They never really no, clarified. I mean, he uses the BB thing, kind That's of. That's just his initials. Name. Brandon Bri- Briar or whatever. That's true. Fucking moron left his fucking calling card. <laughs> Every time, dude, I was like, you yeah. know what? First off, too, the kid's fucking annoying. Yeah. He is. His acting wasn't that good. And He's it, like and one of those kids, like, someone push him down the stairs. He's very angst. Yeah. It was very angsty, and it's kind of like the opposite of how like Superman was growing up. But when he yelled I at just, his dad. I was like, oh, what? That like the whole the whole turn and the whole him discovering his powers. I just didn't buy it. I just felt like they super rushed it. It's a movie that probably could have it's been only fifteen. Hour, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. It could have been fifteen yeah. twenty minutes longer. Uh, the violence is pretty pretty good. It was <laughs> gory as fuck. I, there were some scenes where I'm like, oh, shit, they went there. Oh, okay. R rating, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know the trailer was super jumpy, and I, I don't go for gore very much, but it's, jumpy is like... Like jump scares, you, you mean? Yeah. Was it more jumpy or was it I more mean, horror? I, I mean, there twice. was a couple scenes. Yeah, there were a few scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I jumped during Aladdin, just to let you know. Did Jesus. You? Yeah. Okay, wow. So... Uh, <laughs> I just, I just wish that the the script were written a little bit better. It just seemed kind of like messy. That's about it. And obviously, it's kind of more like an indie horror movie, so it's got a lower budget. So you don't really see much. It goes more for like the psychological some of the horror C- aspect some of, the of it. CG is a little rough too. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it doesn't really do much to develop the characters. You don't care for anybody, and I don't care about the kid. I don't care about which, his which is parents. funny because like he actually looks really cool. The kid has like this creepy ass mask, mm-hmm. and you just yeah you never know why he just has it. I just think if they would have spent more time developing him, the relationship between him and his adoptive parents. If they would have made Elizabeth Banks' character, Tori, a little bit smarter, I just didn't buy the fact that she was that naive and didn't notice or see the signs that her son was becoming a psychopath. She I'm like, looks like, that. that's impossible. I'm like, like, what? <laughs> I, I, I know her being in denial because they've always wanted a kid, and of course, like, the blessing turns into a freaking curse. Like, curse. So I understand that, but it wasn't done well. So it, it just it it missed its mark. It's a renter at best, if you're really curious, because again, the concept was really cool, and it's nice to see the kid use his powers for evil. I mean, not that I'm a psycho, but I'm just saying, <laughs> we always see Superman do good. It'd be nice to see a superhero with those powers kind of do unleashed. evil. Yeah, yeah like, so. kind of see Superman do good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're kind of the Snyderverse, yeah. I, don't know. I I liked it so. But if if you're curious, yeah, just rent it. Don't bother seeing this in theaters. It was all right. Yeah. And I feel all three of us agree. 
I don't know. Bill's kind of. I mean, quiet I liked there. it, so I don't. Want to <laughs> you say actually anything. did like yeah. it overall. I mean, I don't disagree with your points, but I actually did enjoy the film. It was a lower budget, so my expectations were pretty tempered, anyways. Well, did you go uh, in low though? You were like, yeah, oh, you went in pretty low. This looks like shit to begin yeah. with. But uh, it it was better than I thought. And from what I could see uh, from the press uh, junkets from John, James Gunn, he looks like he's ready to make a sequel. So maybe he'll do something better with it. He's trying to make a whole franchise out of this. Is it, he? It did yeah. sort of left it really? open for a sequel. Yeah, but I don't know. I, hopefully it's not, it's not doing well right now so i mean yeah it's, I don't once know again how, how much money don't make. release a movie on a disney weekend yeah. guys <laughs> just saying star wars marvel disney stuff just don't do it wait the next week yeah you'll do tw- at least double the amount probably right. uh i saw and finished cobra kai season two the youtube original i know i mentioned it last week that i'd started it i finished it because i binged the hell out of it i could not stop watching it mm-hmm. the second season really does a good job at like i said expanding these characters and really making you care for them uh the season finale was fucking incredible and i think what helped this is that i saw it after watching the season finale of game of thrones so i know not much of a you know high bar there to beat but i know none of us brought that up that that's what we've been no, watching too. I, don't want to bring I know no no i was i was waiting to see it when you guys would i actually didn't watch game of thrones oh did you I not watch it at all the whole hype and then i heard the finale was disappointing and i'm like yes <laughs> i mean the, sh- the show as a whole yeah. was actually really good it just that, had I've a really subpar ending i've heard so i actually watched one episode once but it was too dark and i watched it in the daytime and i was like Meh, I can't was it the recent one that was like kind of dark no From it was, the season? i watched like season one oh, okay. when it came out or season two or something but i just because one of the episodes of this yeah season when it was, was pretty dark yeah you, could, you, you had to squint your eyes silhouettes but uh cobra kai on the other hand wow uh it was incredible and it really was a f- fun experience and a great way to subvert expectations if you want an example of how to subvert expectations and really give you a surprise a surprise ending watch cobra guy season two watch that whole show it's it's just great and the whole thing about the season is it works i was telling the bill earlier it works in the gray area with these characters where all of a sudden one character you feel is the protagonist and then they become the antagonist and vice versa You get a lot of exposition in each episode for all the characters as far as like their background, where they come from, and why their decisions lead them to the ultimate finale. And it's it's great to see the growth of William Zabka's character, Johnny Lawrence. It's good to see uh, Miguel, played by Zolo Maridueña, his character kind of struggle with the consequences of the first season um, and how he ended the tournament in the first season. I'm trying not to spoil everything in the second season because like the whole ending just comes as a surprise and you're just like, like, oh like shit. CG Mr. Miyagi comes nope. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey gosh. Is Ralph Macchio in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he reprises his role of Daniel LaRusso. And it's interesting to see the dynamic between him and Johnny because again, it's hugging on that gray area of what if these guys could have been friends and it's something they touched upon in the first season and it's revisited again in this one as well too. Um, but overall, I appreciate the writing. I think it's done very well. The acting does work uh, despite some of the dialogue and I mean, the episodes are only 30 minutes long. So if you want, just binge these shows on YouTube, Brad. I highly recommend them. Aside from that, I've just been trying to watch John Wick 1 and 2, the Keanu Reeves action movies, because I know the third one's out. And I just uh, finished the first and second movies. And I got to tell you, damn, those are action movies. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Goddamn, everybody has a little bit of everything today, right? I know, right? But James, what have you been watching? Let's jump into it. So I watched John Wick Chapter 3, actually. And Speak so of the devil. that might be the greatest action movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, just that's hands a bold down. statement. 
Yeah, hands down. So, I mean, it takes place. Have you guys seen? You've seen? You've yeah. seen no, nothing. No, nothing. Wow. I'll probably watch it in five years and be like, that was so. <laughs> She's good. like, did you hear about John Wick three? I'm yeah. like, we're on John Wick seven right now, but yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> She's um, trying to avoid the hype, dude. No, Come I on. heard there's a dog. Yeah, there I is. Know. I can't. Oh, really? You're yeah. like that? You're like, I can't watch the pooches. Never get saw killed. Dumbo. Never saw Bambi. What? Yeah. Oh, what? The hell? Protect no, my I'm just heart. <laughs> I just oh man, can't. man, none of the dog Mar- uh, Marley, uh, Marley, and me. You're like, hell no, no. can't do it. You, you cannot pay that. me to watch it. I watched Mighty Joe Young one time. That's a CG and gorilla. I cried so hard for that gorilla. <laughs> I was like, I'm never watching. When the guy shit had the keychain and he threw the keychain and I don't even remember it. I just remember being like hunched over the couch, weeping. Sobbing so fucking hard, I was like, I'm never watching an animal movie I would again. Not watch my dog King Skip Kong fucked then. me up. My dog Skip. Yes. I know this is supposed to be up me at this point, Frankie but this Eunice. is blowing my mind right now. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Wow. I mean, so don't John- watch Where the Red <laughs> Fern Grows. Then I yeah. guess I too. Yeah, don't watch that. Good God. Old Yeller. Um, I forgot what I saw. I mean, it was an John action. Wick- <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, John Wick Three Chapter Three is uh, takes place immediately after the events of Chapter Two. So, I mean, it takes place literally like seconds later, and it's just nonstop action. It's about John Wick. He's been excommunicated from the assassins. Excommunicado. Yeah, whatever you want to say. <laughs> and he just, he just kills a lot of people. 130-something to be... Is there a kill count? There's a kill count. I yeah. wish there was like... Is there a counter <laughs> in the film? I wish there was. Oh, that'd be so Because, awesome. I mean, he uses every means of... Like not just shooting people, it's it's insane. I think it's, it's interesting because you see the videos on YouTube of Keanu Reeves actually training, and he yeah. actually like he does like he the majority arts. of everything, yeah. including yeah. like shooting the gun that fast, mm. reloading in those like weird cool ways. The shotgun too, like yeah, like, like that's really him doing. It's that just stuff, it's man. pretty cool because I mean the only one that comes to mind that actually does that is like Tom Cruise, you know. Well, as we know, this guys, nice. Tom Cruise is crazy as fuck, so. <laughs> He really thinks he's Ethan Hunt. So, yeah, well, it's good to know that if someone ever needs to stop him, there's Keanu Reeves. I guess. Um, so, no, I highly recommend it. It's super action packed. It's very gory. It's one of those movies that I mean, there's story to it. And Keanu, I mean, Keanu Reeves, not the greatest actor, I'd say. It's pretty wooden, but he has his own style to himself. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, but I think it works for this character. Oh yeah, this character so it's it was talk, written for him. He doesn't talk a lot either. Yeah. so it's mostly like shoot seven guys in the head and then keep moving on. You know, it ends tonight. Yeah, yeah. this is what we have to do, man. And I was like, is he surfing after this? What the fuck's he doing, man? Does he shoot his gun in the air and go ah oh. from fucking Point Break? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's all these fucking references. Uh, I also saw mid nineties. I don't know if you guys have oh, seen that one. Oh, the Jonah Hill. Yes, Jonah Hill directed this one. It uh, takes place in the mid-90s. Oh. Like the title so. says, <laughs> mind blown. You're like, what a moron. So <laughs> it's about a kid named Stevie, and he's basically, I, I want to say it's like 94, 95. Sometime, I mean, once again, it's the mid nineties. It's ninety five. It's the mid. Marco's like, say fucking mid nineties one more fucking time, bro. Um, so he's basically growing. What's up. What's half of ten, James? He's five. He it basically. I mean, they never tell you what year it is, though. So technically, I mean, because it makes references. It's not, it might not. It might It'd not be, be ninety five. Yeah, oh. it's like a generalization of the dates, basically. But he basically meets a group of kids. He lives in Los Angeles, and he gets into skateboarding. And nice. the film is shot like it's um it's in a four by three aspect ratio, so it's got the blocks on the side, so it makes it look like it's a film from like the nineties, like the mid nineties. Yes, I didn't want to say it again. I was like, God damn it, <laughs> you guys are fucking killing me here. And man, it's it very much like don't encourage him, please. Very much like 
I guess even Seinfeld, there's not much that happens in this movie. Have you seen it? No. I want to, though. It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. It's free to check out. Oh, so you guys can stream okay. it. So Yeah, I saw that. It is really well done acting-wise on this one. So, like, Lucas Hedges plays as his brother in, and he's kind of like a dick. Like, he's, like, really mean to his brother. I was like, man, why I would I relate, relate to that. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, beating the shit out of him. And, like, Stevie is... Yeah, you see parts of him in the trailer where he's, like, slamming his little brother. And I'm no, like, yeah, bro. You're it, like... It, it really happens. That like was that my childhood. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're getting kind of dark Sorry, in this episode. Yeah, in the midnight. The girl has a single tear. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm the eldest, so I'd be the one doing it. So. Yeah. Damn, bro. So. WWF was huge. They were slamming you and shit? Oh, yeah. Figure <laughs> Doing four, power drivers breaker. and everything? Yes. People's elbow? Yes. God damn. Jeez. Oh, um, it's funny, though, because as people that grew up in the mid-90s and beyond, they talk like the 90s still, and there's mm. a lot of the, the style. Jonah Hill did really well directing this one. So it's, the lingo is pretty accurate. The lingo is super accurate, and I it's can about a bunch of like preteens like cursing and, and it's all that stuff. There's not I much. Was, that I was he, like that age in the nineties. Yeah, he he finds Old himself. He finds himself basically. So it's one of those movies where it's like it's kind of a coming of age, and it's also about discovering who you are as a person. And Stevie is played by the what's his name? It's uh, Sonny Soljic. I don't know what else he's been in. He's a little kid, but he does really well. Yeah. So I heard that about it. Yeah. It's not it's not for kids really this one even though it's about kids which is yeah, fine but that's usually how it a is A lot of yeah. those coming of age movies are kind of like that where it's yeah. like Stevie it, tries. it has like a real portrayal of how like youth culture was oh, yeah. then. It's like, oh, Stevie's so. popping pills in this scene. Oh, oh Stevie's drinking a 40. And it's like, okay. Mm, it happens when you're 13. Little guys are doing some wild shit in Los Angeles, man. Um, other than that, one last thing I did want to bring up. I didn't even write down. I finally finished Venom. Yeah, <laughs> refinish it. Why would you do sick. that? Yeah, so the first time around, I saw it with these guys, and you knocked out. Actually, Nabil and I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. but I have no. I was la- I was last man standing. And you went back to watch it. Yeah, actually, I bought it, so I was like, I gotta watch this shit. So yeah, you know what? Truthfully, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it wasn't Thank you, as bad. Thank you. It Wait, was... Jill's like, whoa. Did you see this one? No, but if I fall asleep in a movie, I'm moving on. <laughs> I will say, I will say, my wife enjoyed it. So I mean, so maybe that means, hey, this might be decent. Guess what? I mean, this the cinematics on it looked cool. The story's terrible. Michelle Williams is in this, by the way. She's like the worst part of this film. She doesn't really add anything to the story. She either Um, does a good movie or a terrible movie. She can never like stay consistent in her acting. She's ruining Dawson's Creek right now. Is she? She just is sucking. She has the worst haircut. That's son of a It's not her fault, it's, but... It's the hair. Oh, my God. There is... Guess what? Her haircut, her haircut yeah. and Venom's not too much better, okay. just to let you know. Inspired by... <laughs> it's from her look, Creek. probably. She's like, that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's one of the poor aspects of the movie. The villain wasn't that good, either. Oh, he's terrible, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Terrible, I actually so. like him. Uh, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, Riz Ahmed, come on. You can do better than this. But I mean, the, the script in general is horrible. Some and of his dialogue is just like, "Wow, he really said that." He's just he's just being the evil villain. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, they, okay, he's a bad guy. There's anyway. there's no character you sympathize with in there at all. Like, I just don't care what happens to anybody in there. I it's do. A, it, don't, don't get me wrong. It's a Dude, fun Venom movie. Venom becomes it's a fun. good guy out of nowhere. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm gonna help you out. I will really? say out of nowhere yeah. within like a thirty second yep. moment. I was like, he was just eating guys' heads off. Oh, yeah. That, no, much, not only that, but he he walks show. like fifteen blocks in San Francisco in like ten minutes. I'm like, yeah. Mm, no, oh yeah, it's no. it's grossly inaccurate too. Yeah. I'm like, there. That would take you three and a half hours to walk that far, bro. But Tom like, Hardy he, does try though. Like I, I'll give you oh, that. Like Tom he, actually, Hardy? yeah, he's yeah. yeah. 
Eddie Brock. Uh oh, she's like, yeah. <laughs> she he does try. No, I think he is shirtless in one yeah. scene. So, although he does a New his York accent, accent, his accent comes in and out. By the way, it's not consistent. British. We don't like him because he has a good accent, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. He tries to do this shitty East Coast accent thing that just doesn't work. But then it disappears. Yeah, it disappears. When it when he's fully Venom, like that's like entertaining. I'm like, if we just have this and not him as Eddie Brock, it would actually work. Look at that way. All right, let's move on now, guys, to our review of the new Disney film, Aladdin. You stumbled upon an opportunity. I can make you rich. Rich enough to impress a princess. What would I have to do? There's a cave of wonders. Bring me the lamp. Oh, great one who summons me, I stand by my oath. Loyalty to wishes three. I'm kidding. Watch this. Uh, you done wound me up. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hey, can you make me a prince? There is a lot of gray area in make me a prince. I could just make you a prince. Oh, no. Y'all see my palace? Hi, right, guys. So the IMDb description here is a kind-hearted street urchin and a power-hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. This is directed by Guy Ritchie, who uh, most popular for Sherlock Holmes in 09, Lockstock in Two Sm- Smoking Barrels in 2008, Snatch in 2000, and The Man from Uncle in 2015. So this stars Will Smith as Genie, uh, Mina Massad as Aladdin, Naomi Scott as Jasmine, Marwan Kanzari as Jafar, uh, Navid Nagaban as Sultan, and Nassim Pedrad as Dahlia. Probably butchered those. Apologize. Uh, let's start with uh, Marco here. Yay or nay? Uh, I'm going to be odd man on, out here, and it's a yay. It's not a hard yay, but I liked it. It was enjoyable. I liked the subtle, ch- well, not so subtle, but I like the changes that they made to the story. The modernization of the story is what I enjoyed. It's not perfect by far. Did I have like some qualms with it? Yeah, and I'll get into that when we talk about what worked and what didn't work, but Overall, it was enjoyable. I saw it with my brother and my niece, and my niece absolutely loved it. And the fact that the movie actually spoke to her and related to her, to me, again, meant a lot. I think it, it could have been executed a little bit better. Some of the acting was a little bit flat at, in some cases, and um, some of the CGI, of course, is a little off. But overall, I mean, I like the story. I mean, we've all seen Aladdin. We all know the classic, and it's basically just a retelling of it, so... I I liked it. And uh, what about you, Joe? Oh, I'm so torn. I will say, I will also say yay. Oh, wow. I'm kind of shocked by I this. I know. Yeah, me too. And I was kind of scared for a minute. You me, honestly, because I feel the same way about it, but the story of Aladdin I like, so I would say yay to go watch it for yourself. I can nitpick what I didn't like about it, um, but I think it held its own kind of. Okay, I mean, so I mean, you're point, still kind yeah, of more middle of the point. road. Yeah, I'm very middle gotcha. of the road, but like, I wouldn't not have seen it. I won't probably watch it again, and like, I won't go see it again or that kind of thing, but I wouldn't have missed it, and okay. I'm okay that I saw it. Okay. Uh, what about you, Nubo? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It Like, kind of in the same way. I'm, I'm in the middle of it. I thought it was good. It was fun. Um, wasn't Disney's 
best remake um and there are some things which that, we kind of called yeah. just funny mara was like this might be the first one that's rotten right and it was but i mean i did enjoy it so audience score is pretty high though yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah i mean for the most part uh i i would actually say yay actually look at that then Shocker. i'm going nay Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> we want full honesty I we're talking full. shit here okay I'm oh ready. no you can do that all you want i'm okay. just saying for me personally i mean it's been what 20 something years, years almost, yeah. and i mean they chose guy Ritchie to direct it which i get it because he's more of that gritty kind of director with like the streets and shit so that's mm-hmm. why he wanted to direct aladdin and he has five kids so he's like made a movie finally they can watch but for the most part, I actually did enjoy the movie, which was surprising. It was nothing that blew my mind away. Like, I went in pretty low expectations to begin with. Sam. And I I will say, yeah, CG gets a little shoddy at times. But then, like, for instance, Genie, I didn't think looked the greatest. But then after a while, I kind of got used to it. Yeah, you just got used to it. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's Genie now. And this is Girls like, on You. Yeah, and little things like that. I thought Will Smith's performance was actually really good. Better than expected. Yeah, that was the shocking part for me, to be honest. Because I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about Will Smith. You didn't like like Will Smith at all? I mean, are we talking about it now? Because I kind of did it. jump right into it. He was hot and cold to me. For, like, Like, for... We won't go to spoilers, of course, yet. We'll go into spoilers, but... Comedy-wise, hit and miss. Okay. I felt like there was too much harping on the, like, little back-and-forth comedy, where I think Genie should stand his own being funny. Okay. Like, he should be okay. the source of funny, not the banter, almost, to me. Um, I also think they played on the heartstrings of the genie way too early. True. We'll Where get into that on spoilers, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But I, just I agree mean, with that like, as well. He was always heartfelt. Yeah. I think they went for lovable over funny. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I agree that they kind of went that route, and I think it's kind of like the other way, if he would have been the source of the comedy, they probably would have compared that too much to Robin Williams. I and I think that's, that's why they didn't want to do that. I think that's why they made him a because different it's, Because the first it. one, Robin Williams carries the comedy. Like, yeah. he, like he's, he's a scene stealer. And I think, like, to not have that comparison, partnering him more with Aladdin, having that that banter back and forth. Plus, that's a really Guy Ritchie thing to yeah, do. Yeah, and it, yes. it did work. It was just a couple times that it went on to. Yeah. I th- it worked better, I think, more when he was his human form than his genie form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way. I can tell you that what really worked for me was that they did kind of modernize it and they kind of kept it more grounded. And and they mixed cultures, which I'm okay with because Agrabah is not really a real place. It's not an Arab place. It's not an Indian you know what? place. But that, did, like that is one thing that I didn't like about this film compared to the other Disney uh, live actions. This one was definitely a set. Yeah. And it was very obvious it was a set. I didn't actually... It looked cheap to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, if that if you got that vibe. Uh, that That is definitely one of my qualms with it, is that it Even did, from the trailers, I was like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could definitely tell that didn't really use many real locations, that it was more if like a any, set. I think. I and... Think I mean, they did film in location in the desert, I guess. There, there were some, but it was, it, it was interwoven with, like, set pieces that were, like, oh, yeah. in sound studios... And I, I guess they had to do that for, like, the music parts. I guess that maybe it made it easier to film, like, singing parts. I don't there's, know. There's a I'm lot of here. obvious choreography in here mm-hmm. um, with the dance and everything like that. That did bother me. Like, uh, Aladdin doing his parkour thing. I mean, it was fun in seeing it animated, but with Guy Ritchie directing it, he tried to slow it down a little bit. He doesn't know how to do it too yeah, well. It he just, would, he would, no, he would do his classic, uh, his his classic, like, double time speed yeah. in, in some of the and scenes. Which down, didn't but... look too good. No. When no. they were, like, fast-forwarding him, I'm like, why the fuck are we doing this? Slow yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah. 
So Especially was, when uh, Jasmine in the last... This is a spoiler. This is trailers. I mean, fuck it. It's 90... You can watch the 92 yeah, version. When he basically is in the beginning and they're escaping, they like speed up just like a segment yeah. of it. I'm like, why did they only do that one segment? Yeah, they don't revisit it at all. So it's, it's kind of like, weird. I guess that's how the action is, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't mind too much that they fast forward the beginning. I know a lot of people had an issue with that where you know they don't show Jasmine escaping from the palace or anything like that. But I kind of like how she sort of explained her situation there on the street as she's mingling with the people and yeah. with like meeting Aladdin. I felt that, that that seemed a little bit more natural to me. But the unnatural part of how she does it in the cartoon was so dope. Like True. when she's like, I command you, unhand him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. That's she's a yeah. much more imposing figure. Like she, yeah. she did own her royalty and her status in the film. Which I'm. Anime. Oh god, we gotta jump to spoilers. True, uh, true. <laughs> oh, well, we, we can revisit this back. Yeah, that. but yeah, I mean that that's true. In that one, she's a lot more. I mean, with the status of power, but in this one, she's a lot more independent. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of bring that up quite mm-hmm. a, quite a few times actually. Yeah, they make sure you know. And I did like that. I like yeah. that modernization they did, of it. They did modernize Jasmine the to make her a much film, to be stronger. I thought mm-hmm. I thought overall Jeannie was for me, man. Really? Yeah, I also, like I like what car- they did with her character Damn, and just kind of made and carpet her, too. Carpet was cool. Her yeah. her need to um, not like in the animated film, you know, worried about getting married before she turns um, eighteen or whatever it is. To this film being more that she wants to have power, you know, be in take in succession over her her father. Yeah, that, and actually be like, like the leader much more. Yeah, did you guys, I like that too. Did you guys like Aladdin, the title character? I I liked him too. I like I liked how he was more modern. He was actually more like I saw this Aladdin more like a really cool dude. Like he really supported what Jasmine wanted to do with her life or anything, and he he was he was charming to a point. He, he was cool. I've never seen him in anything before. No, Apparently yeah, he's been in some TV shows. I liked how he wasn't like overtly cocky or anything he was just like oh no, no no i'm just you know i'm only doing you know like even when he turned into a prince like he didn't want to overdo it too much see, he, he just wanted to do it enough and that's I liked what that. i was hoping for because that's the thing i liked about aladdin before is that he was both confident but at the same time very humble like he had a good balance uh, in the film and in this movie he's way more humble which is great but there is no like he didn't feel emboldened even when he was a prince he still felt very uh, like shy yeah and i really didn't like that part of it and and honestly in this film aladdin to me really wasn't like a main character you know everybody else I, just kinda, yeah. I think one the casting of aladdin was fucking perfect yeah. like as soon as i saw him smile was like oh that is he has the grin right yeah and then the casting of jasmine you guys probably don't know it because I was a little girl in the 90s, but I like remember the first moment of seeing Jasmine and the voice of this actress when she says, oh, are you hungry? I was yeah. like, it's her. Like, this is so good. But yeah. what I would say... I they delayed the movie because they, they were having trouble finding the yeah. Aladdin and Jasmine. I so think the Aladdin and Jasmine casting carried this film for me. Yeah. I think where they messed up with Aladdin to me is they went too humble like he was just a fucking saint oh, and so I, th- I think he was too humble and nice and good and Jasmine went the badass route yeah. and then Aladdin was just like a saint from the very beginning mm-hmm. versus True. in the cartoon he's supposed to be like a street char- urchin too yeah, it's like, and the character development but, always got to like he's a good dude of course but he was like just too nice yeah it, wor- it worked for me because it was in contrast to how the higher upper class treated him to where and it was more kind of like a a critique on our modern society and stuff and how like the the poor can often be villainized and just looked at as like you know 
like hoods and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I like the fact that he was more humble and that he was just really doing what he was doing just to survive. Did he have high aspirations? Yeah, but who doesn't? You know, so it kind of worked for me because like him just being like a badass and enjoying like the thieving and getting away with it. I think it wouldn't have translated as well, like in our modern times for the classic. It works, but yeah. I don't think it would have done well. For the modern one, at least just for me. too clean, man. I just think yeah. he was... <laughs> there was instances where he could have been neutral or cool about something. Yeah, and yeah. he went out of his way to be saint-like about it. Yeah. Like, he helped too many things. Like, it was natural to him, but it should have... Like, they should have made us wait or work for those okay. moments. Hold oh, that thought. True. We'll come back to that in spoilers, because I think I know what you're talking about. Well, how does this compare overall for you guys to the original <laughs> movie? Because I feel like we all liked the original movie. I don't know mm-hmm. any kid that did not, by the way. I, mean, I, like, I like that. Fuck this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the original. I'll always like the original. It's a classic, but I I really enjoyed this one, despite the fact that it wasn't executed as like as good as the original. Mm-hmm. Again, the the modern aspects of it and the fact that they actually took a chance at revisiting the story and changing it up a bit. Because looking back at, I I haven't really seen many of the other live action ones, and we'll we'll talk about that later. But for me. That looking at your story and saying, wow, like we can't translate this into now because it the story is fine back then, but it hasn't aged well. Like if you watch it and realize that this is a classic movie and the age that it was made, that's fine. But to take that story and putting it into now, to me, I just think that it would just mesh too too much with, with our culture and where we're at now. So it's, it's, a, it's, I'd a, hold it's it up. a fairly I'd, done reimagination. Yeah, I think it still right? holds up. Yeah. Okay. I think comparing it to the original, I think the songs weren't as good. I it's think hard to nail I agree. it. When Jafar it's a... was such weaker of a yeah. villain. Yeah. Like speaking of Jafar, was he? Did he seem evil to you? No, <laughs> he didn't seem nefarious that. enough. Okay, I'm like, this is sorry, it? but Jafar, you have two fucking jobs. He's old and he's ugly. And it's like, oh, hot Jafar. Yeah, but I like, mean, I don't I didn't believe think it was hot. Evil. That's what they call him, hot yeah, Jafar. But no, but really? Yeah. Here's my problem mm. with Jafar, though. I feel, ugh. It's not a spoiler if it happened in the cartoon, right? I would say no. No, probably, okay. for the I just most think part. his, his uh, connection or attraction to Jasmine was so random. In oh, in this one, in the first, the movie, the animated one, it's, it's kind of creepy, right? You're yeah. like, he's kind of checking her out and all I, the time. I, I, to his point, Marco's point, I know you can't translate that to li- the right now, like mm-hmm. Me Too, and she couldn't have been like inappropriately. She does that awkward kiss with him in the animated one. Like, this yeah. is Remember, weird. Remember, no, he, he has her in a trance, and she like seduces him and stuff. Is that what it was? I thought she did it distract him, right? I mean, it was but I think, a, a couple uh, see, things, but I think there was none of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like when he comes to power, it was just like he's like, "You're gonna marry me." Because like, he, yeah. he didn't do it out of attraction; he did it to take away her power. But he didn't That's need why. the power; he was sultan. No, no he was to take the power away from her. Yeah. He was yeah. trying to emasculate her. He didn't that, seem interested that's in why. anyone else's power but yeah. his yeah. own until that random part. No, yeah, he he mm-hmm. did it. He did that. it out of spite, and I like that reason more than the fact that oh, he's in love with her and stuff like that. Yeah. I like, like kind of like that change. It kind of worked for me. Like I. Like I know, like the old the old Jafar was like old old and creepy and stuff like that. Yeah. But most modern villains, they're not like that anymore. I they're would've... slick. They're smooth. This guy, he he like was he's a they snake charmer. He's hot Jafar. Yeah. I'm still sorry. I'm still five you minutes. You should see yeah. him like work out. 
This guy's buff. Okay, yes, he's oh. actually so the but, genie version of him was really yeah, him. Was You're him. fucking yeah. kidding me, right? <laughs> to your point, I would have liked that right. if they had planted seeds throughout the movie. Right. True. And to me, it was like it was like a left turn. Was, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. He's like, it was an and also, <laughs> it's like he had a list. He's like, and also, uh, fuck it, uh, Jasmine's gonna marry me. Yeah. yeah. They just had to wedge that in because it's part of the story. It's like you don't have to add that in. You're exactly. Fine. It could have helped. They could have skipped it actually, yeah, and, and I thought fine. it would have. From the direction they were going, I was actually like, oh, she's not going to force them to marry him in this one. Which I was like, okay. True. I feel that, you know, they, they touch on his him also being like a street rat. Mm-hmm. And I wish that they built spent more time on that. Me too. Just to be like, how is he? Hold on, we got to get a spoiler. So. That's true. <laughs> I was like, well, we're really too much. Well, well, one final thing. On the music aspect, what Jill was saying, I, I really agree with that. That was another one of my qualms. Is at some points, the music just sounded really muted. It didn't really sound projected, except when Jasmine would mm-hmm. sing. It seemed like she would compensate for it by really projecting her voice. Mm-hmm. And in some of the other songs, it just sounded like. Can I ask it you been... what format you watched the movie in? Uh, I just saw it in standard. Okay. What standard about you guys? digital. Standard. I saw it in uh, XD. Same here. It, it projected quite yeah, well I, in I XD. I didn't have a problem it, with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's why. So maybe it depends on what you see yeah. it in then. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know it came out on IMAX. I didn't see an IMAX, but I would assume maybe that would come out too. Because mm-hmm. all the trailers and previews I saw online, it was f- seemed really flat, especially Will Smith's part. Yeah. But when I saw it in theaters, I had no problem with the music yeah. at all. I guess so. I guess I have to watch it in a different format then. But it just seems like kind of like okay, this I don't I'm not really feeling the music right now. Yeah. No, I actually I enjoy the music. I like the music. The I like the updated lyrics. Um, a lot of it was uh, culturally appropriate <laughs> compared because mm-hmm. I rewatched Aladdin again, though I know that film by heart. Um. To before this film and I was like oh yeah he was singing a lot of points he's like yeah. they switched up those lines yeah. go they, back they, motherfucker yeah. they changed the line about you're my only friend Abu mm-hmm. and I'm like why the fuck you could use a friend or two or whatever mm-hmm. he said I'm like wow. Abu is your only friend that's and your fucking <laughs> character Jafar didn't say Prince Abu Boo so he did not I was no. like come on where's the fucking mispronunciation the, uh, of the, name? Uh, the two songs that Jasmine sang though those were new right it was, right. It was, it was the, same the same song as the reprise yeah, yeah, they started oh, okay. a little bit and then it's called Speechless and I have to say were they kind of aiming for like a Frozen vibe to try kind to get of, a yeah, pop of the they wrong? did but they didn't I agree we'll get into the spoilers alright guys let's jump into spoilers for this now so if you do not want to hear anything or that would be spoilery past what we've already talked about just skip ahead on the time and you can Hear about what we're going to do next. Why? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. Okay, so, spoiler section here. I got to talk about this right off the bat. I got to say this. Did you guys... Did, I thought it was a weaker aspect of the film. Genie in a love kind of thing, right? With Dahlia? Did that work for you guys? It was, it was kind of cute, but at the same time weird. It was weird. You know? I liked it. <laughs> I, it worked for me. I hated that it started with them. Like, I hated it. Oh, really? Like, hated in the boat? It. You're like, damn it. And I'm like, really? Like, it already sucks to me no, like, in the first... Alert. <laughs> <laughs> alert, right? You're yeah, like, but after that, survives. I was like, great, we have, to, we have to wait two hours to find out why, like, who he was to do that. I think in the beginning of Aladdin, the, like, the guy who it's had the wife's tale... Yeah, I liked that. I wanted see, to see how they it, were going to do that. And it worked like, for oh, me. here's Will Smith as a dad. We see yeah. that all the time. Because uh, in the original, I remember that the merchant. They never go back to the merchant. They, you don't need to. He, dis- he disappears. They bring him right, back but, up at the last like sequel or, but, or the third. Film. Like yeah, one, but he, two, but yeah. see, it, for me, for me, is in the yeah, third movie. For me, it had more of an impact. It seemed more like a personal story, like yeah. as to why, uh, like and why, reason. like it came back to him. And it was such a like really sweet realization 
that shit it really was him i thought it was just yeah. someone who was just telling a story at first yeah. and then i was like oh no shit it really is him and i, I knew right was, off i was like that's genie yeah, yeah. yeah well oh, i knew God he but I mean, it's, we knew it was, it was a genie, good little uh I, I mean i didn't hate it when with the intro i thought it was nice that they changed it up a little bit but i do agree that you know you kind of just leaked the lead of what was gonna happen yeah. it's like okay well i guess we know what's gonna happen now. that was weird i was like i guess there's no sequels to this yeah one right because in the I, previous I movies might get a spinoff really yeah Oh yeah, <laughs> Will Smith is like. A no, horse. I mean, yeah, Jafar can still come back. Fuck Jafar. No, yeah, exactly. Return just, of Jafar. Return of Jafar. Yeah, well, because he's in the but... he's in the lamp. Jafar yeah. is my biggest problem with this whole movie. Yeah, I see. He literally his me. voice to me was like not sinister. He at never all. was sinister to me either. No. The way that he came off. I didn't off. like it. I didn't like that part. He was the weakest part for me too. That that was the one thing I just wasn't. I want to jump into it. Did I, you? The fact that they changed the sequence to where he becomes a cobra snake in the cartoon, and they changed it for Iago becoming a giant eagle-like yeah, creature right. chasing Black. Aladdin, which I mean was interesting. It's an interesting sequence, but yeah. I still thought the snake part was coming. I was like, just wait for the snake part, yeah. and then it never happened. And, and I thought they replaced the snake part with like random magic. Like all of a sudden they're all suspended in the air. Like for what? Yeah, they were could have been true. fucking standing there. What was the, the whole point time. of the clouds going dark? Yeah, I didn't, see, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, there was there was multiple times where it's like now everything's spinning and there's a bunch yeah. of wind and it's like, why? That was kind of cheap. I agree. I didn't there. like that. Yeah. And another qualm I have with Jasmine's song when people started like disappearing. It was like, holy shit, is she magic? Like, I, I, was, I literally didn't get the, like, oh, this is a flashback. There was, like, a way easier, yeah, like, it was comprehensible all, well, way to do that. That's what I was saying. It's that was literally ironic. her frozen moment where yeah. she's, like, the uh, let it go moment. They're yeah. like, we're going to. Her voice is amazing, by the way. I'm not a total she's hater. Really good, it's actually. just, it's very ironic, though, because the song is about her being speechless. And so she's singing this song about empowerment. Uh, in her head and so she's going through the whole process of trying to stand up to somebody in her head and then eventually she turns around and says you're supposed to you know bow down to our family or whatever else is to mm-hmm. the the guard but throughout that whole time she's just kind of empowering herself while she's being carried away so that seemed a little she's like come you know, on jasmine yeah. you can I, I say, kinda, you can I say like something that. jasmine yeah. i like i like the fact it. no yeah i like the fact that it, it kind of showed her like sacking herself up for it for mm-hmm. for the moment of when she was going to get the courage to ask for an ally yeah. to that guy. She was like, dude, you can do better than this. You can stand up for no, good. No, that's good. And, yeah, it was kind of fucking cheesy and hammy, but you know what? It was what? her eight-mile moment that yeah. Yeah. in that bathroom. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part of the movie, actually. Yeah. Is and when then, the sultan has the tear in his eye, and I was like, she fucking uh, did it. Yeah. Like, so I do get that part, but all they had to do is, like, do it differently that the time froze right i don't feel yeah. like they should have had her sing that song early on too no it Me took neither. away from it coming yeah. the second time and around. it wasn't catchy enough no it well, almost seemed out of place to be honest remember when jafar wanted to imprison her or like put her somewhere I like yeah. when her voice got raspy i like that part she could have like been there hyping herself up that's true and then um hakeem could have come down and she could have given the speech then yeah and it's the, like that to the me whole it was kind of sad yeah the, the execution sequ- wasn't done well sequence of events is like Technically, he's like, get rid of her. And then she walks back. She's like, hold up here. Don't get rid of me. Around. Yeah. It was she's like, like, fuck you guys. And but like, man, Whoa. He's and like, man, bitch, what? J- and then- Jafar still, still worked for me. Because a lot, the, most of modern villains, they're not like old school. They're very smooth. They're very conniving, convincing. Smooth, he wasn't thing. smooth at all. One word. All right. That's how voice. he was supposed to be portrayed. I don't, I'm not His saying that. His voice wasn't scary. If you are going to be like cool and suave, like 
okay, but have a voice that like commands power. And yeah. I thought he was too like, your life starts now. No one's scared of you. Special. Jafar was like the scariest motherfucker. Actually, and then, you know what? Iago was kind of creepy though. Yeah. He was, I was like, where's the, where's the parents yeah. are fucking weird. Better villain almost. <laughs> it, 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 if they do all their villains traditional, because Scar, let's face it, Scar is going to be like that in Lion King. If all your villains are like exactly the same like that, it's going to get boring and repetitive, and it's not going to be as realistic either, because villains aren't always like that. I, people, don't, I don't know. I don't. But he also was like, do you know how many people I've killed? It's like, with a voice like that, I don't. <laughs> I like, like, if you're going to be two guys? like suave and like right. sneaky. I'll give you an example. Loki, he was a villain. He was smooth. He wasn't necessarily overpowering or right. anything like that. He wasn't that scary, but it worked. So I'm not saying it I was mean, done different, like right. I'm not saying, movie. yeah. But I mean, it's an example. I'm not saying it's like. I can like, get on board with character. Yeah. Plus, casting for me was no. Like if Jafar was played by somebody else, yeah, and he was I, that agree. Sneaky, I agree. Yeah, I would have. I would have bought it. Yeah, the execution wasn't necessarily like great, but I kind of I saw what they were going for. Yeah. So that's why yeah. it worked for me. Uh, yeah, it didn't work for me. I agree with you. So, I mean, uh, even in, like, the trailers, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure about this Jafar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't... Overall, it wasn't the worst performance. I mean, he's still... The movie yeah. still happened. But, you know, it wouldn't be my first choice, I guess, too. I did like Dahlia, though. The new character. Like, I get the whole... The genie relationship thing was a little odd. But overall, like, uh, the lady... What's her name? Nassim Padrad? Yeah. She's... Uh, she was really good. And she was very funny. Like, just playing yeah. history. like, yeah. so... What do, what do you do on these walks? You yeah, know, like, she used to be on a, she used to be on an SNL, and she was on. Um, She's very self aware. I liked uh, it. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel show that I can't remember. The girl one. She got a little too like robotic. The new girl. For me, new girl. Yeah, she was a new girl. But yeah. I think I that was her, her. character. That was her yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, I know. But everyone else was super smooth. He was no. just a little bit. She was just She's like, like, we're gonna have children, and you'll tell stories. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's <laughs> a throwback to the beginning of the film. Hilarious. Holy shit, she knows what's going on. Uh, so guys, what was your favorite part of the movie then overall, if you had one, and what was the worst part in the movie before we jump into the future of Disney? Favorite part? Honestly, the grandstand uh, opening of The Genie, where he actually sang um, Friend Like Me. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely tried not to be like Robin Williams. There were some jokes that kind of were landing that way, but I feel like that was like the biggest moment where I kind of got on board with Will Smith being his genie. I was like, you know what? This isn't going to be that bad. I can live with this. And I actually kind of... that At that point of the film, when that happened, I fell into it and said, okay, I'm going to get lost into this film and, and enjoy it. Because at first, I wasn't so sure about it. But that really sold me after I saw that. Okay, and what scene absolutely just did not work for you? Um, that that ending mm-hmm. with Jafar, again, like you guys were saying, where he was just kind of like putting him up in the air. Like I, I, I just... I, he's never done anything like that before. I know he's got like new powers, but then all of a sudden, it just... It just seemed kind of weird. Seemed cheap. Like, what, what, just throwing He's like, ha, ha, ha. You can you float now. now. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay. I'm going to make this guy dock for no reason. Yeah. I was like, damn, they better have thunder and shit in here. I was like, nope, never just mind. Uh, what about you, Jill? Favorite part I mentioned is when Jasmine has her, like, I love my people. I want to yeah. be in charge. Yeah, strong moment, yeah. Because um, I, I was expecting all the emotions that I felt because I felt them in the original Aladdin. Mm-hmm. But the Sultan's pride in Jasmine yeah. bringing a tear to his eye, that was new. And I yeah. was like... That was dope. Like I really liked that. I thought Sultan she was a really well. good actor. By the way, I yeah. did. And you know, in the he's from uh, TV show Legion. Yeah, he's really good. And he played a much more like dopey guy in the cartoon. So I liked yeah. that. I he liked was the like more serious one. The Sultan. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Um, but I thought that took away from Jafar's like manipulation of him, which might be why I didn't like Jafar that much. Yeah. Um, least favorite part, oh, the genie. Just really? So Will Smith didn't Man. work for at all. I, I, yeah. 
Sorry, Will Smith. Just like <laughs> she's like I'm not getting jiggy with it. Maybe nah, that's not. Nah, I mean, nah, I nah. I feel like Will Smith was the only person that could have done it. I went in thinking like maybe Eddie Murphy. For it's the funny because uh, before Will Smith, um, Jim Carrey was almost into it. But see, he, Jim Carrey isn't lovable yeah. anymore. He's, he's gone a little too yeah. far on things, and I think Disney was like, "Who is going to be pushing this?" Yeah. yeah, you know, all of the Jim Carrey would have made it worse. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. And um, I just think I don't know the top knot. I just it didn't. The go top knot bothered me too, but I did like how they brought it up. This my look. The beatboxing was the worst part. That that's my worst part. That was kind of weird, I guess. The little throwback to Men in Black there. In like. But no, well, that was near the end, though, and I almost felt one. like that was supposed to be like a Bollywood ending, right? Was yeah. that it? No, well, sorry, it. I'm looking at you for it, but that's I mean, what they were doing. Here. I liked okay. it minus the beatboxing. Beatboxing was the worst part. That's okay. My worst part. What about you, Marco? I have kind of two favorite parts. One where Just choose one. The- Jafar. <laughs> Just choose one. Yeah, Jafar, right there. Hands out, Jafar, man. He's showing, he's showing that Jafar chest forever. right there. No, when, uh, when Aladdin grants Genie his humanity, his that's freedom. That was it. Was really good. Is I I like the way it was done. Um, I really enjoyed that. And just you know what? Also, I gotta agree with Jill. That was a really good part. But I that was almost my favorite part too. But you stole it, so I'll, I'll let you have that one. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was just done really well, and I enjoyed uh, Will Smith as the genie. I don't know it just worked because it was the one part that I was worried about the most, and I was like, you know what? I actually worked. I, okay. I appreciate it. What didn't work? Oh, man. It was it really it's the CG man. It's not really a part. It's just the computer graphics were just not that good, especially when they're flying around in the carpet. You can just really tell they're in front of a green I screen. I was expecting that like, would be a little more majestic. The whole new world sequence. Yeah. It was very dark. Yeah, and you can. In the cartoon, they're, so, got they're like, so highlighted. I'm just like, you can tell they're just they're going by the fucking screen. The fucking yeah. cartoon. Yeah. They're going. I mean, yeah, made it realistic. Point. There's but, birds flying yeah. with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still so. a good song, though, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I think they could have changed that to, like, at sunset or something, just to keep been some nice of to... the vibrant colors yeah. around. It was just so dark. Yeah. It was too moonlight to me. True. Yeah, that's true. So, um, For me, God, I'm trying to think of the part that I like the most. I like the, I mean, I fucking, genie word for me, Jill. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Right? For you. I like the fucking when he rolls up and in the the uh, Prince Ali song. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was pretty well done. Way man. better than what they teased okay, us Okay, I took with. back that Genie yeah. was my worst part. I said the beatboxing. So Will Smith <sighs> yeah, gets a I mean, pass. But he was the second worst thing to you, so technically. And the no, beatboxing. No, was. I had just already shit on oh. Jafar so much that I didn't want right. to spread it out. I mean, I oh, guess. She keeps looking at me when she messes <laughs> Jafar. I'm like, all right, I'll back off. This is a boo with the monkey. He pissed me off the entire movie. I'm like, stop grabbing shit, boo. Really? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, the part, I mean, I like the Prince Ali part. I actually thought it was cool when yeah. they, how they integrated it in. The thing I did, the, the, it was the sets for me. It sucked. It just was too, I mean, literally it's too, too staged. It's too clean. Yeah. yeah. And I was like coming off of like even like the Jungle Book and shit. I'm like, give me a little grittier like atmosphere to this movie. Mm-hmm. Everything, it was just a little... And I mean, Guy Ritchie, for fuck's mm-hmm. sake, right? Yeah. He just, I mean, his last few films haven't been the be- greatest, but at least King Arthur looked like he shot it in lo- on location. Yeah, it's in medieval time. At least a stone quarry, I guess, or some shit. I also thought they were going to do something else with the, like, oh, that's the only song I remember of my mom. And a lot, and Jasmine's yeah, like, me too, and it's like, and then and we never hear it. Back. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just be like, I miss my mom, me too. Don't say there's a fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot about that part. Yeah. Same. <laughs> weird. Damn. I only like, know this little part, and I was like, oh, they'll come back to this. Too, but okay. But J- James, I agree with you, though, that the Jungle Book had better CG. 
Beauty it was and, just Beauty and the Beast had better CG, guys. See, I haven't seen that. I will one. say on the like cartoonish of the set, I'm fine with that. It if, kind if of we're gonna go was cartoon, the feeling of go it. cartoon. Because mm. my whole thing with Disney remakes, and I felt this way when we talk about Beauty and the Beast, but it's like this isn't for me who's obsessed with Aladdin. This is for someone who's like gonna watch it with fresh eyes. Like and a I like younger that audience, I, for kids. you would say. Not even say for kids, but like my mom watched will watch it and she'll be like, That was so great. It's like cause you don't love it like I loved it. Because we grew up with it though. Yeah. yeah. We and were it, of the age was, when it came out. Yeah. So I think I kind of liked the cartoon aspects of it where it looked like a set and okay. some of the those scenes were very reminiscent of the cartoon because that, that was sense. for me. You know, yeah. that was for a cartoon lover. Okay. No, that makes sense, actually. So speaking of previous films, how does this compare to the other live action Disney remakes, actually, guys? So, for instance, we have, I mean, technically it started with 101 Dalmatians, but that doesn't really count, I think. Apparently not, not based off of what we have coming well, out. Well, yeah, because it's coming out again. So, like, Alice in Wonderland is in 2010. We had mm-hmm. Maleficent in 2014, Cinderella in 2015, Jungle Book in 2016, Beauty and the Beast in 2017, and then last year we had Christopher Robin in 2018, and recently we had Dumbo. So. Oh, I have three this year, God. Yeah, and so they have coming up. So, I mean, compared to those ones, did this was this like a better viewing for you guys? Was this more true to faith? I don't. Have you guys seen all the other previous ones? I will say that this movie, compared to the other ones that I've seen, yeah, um, is much more cl- like much more closer to the actual animated mm-hmm. film. Like they really songs and all, they really just stayed on script for better yeah. or for worse. That was their, that's what they did here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like this more than Dumbo. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Zumbo, if you remember, but um, Get the hell out of here, I don't think it's uh, the best of the the lot that of fucking movies elephant. That the bill I mean, is adorable. The adorable thing <laughs> yeah. was the elephant. I couldn't. That's why I haven't watched yeah. it. <laughs> I would just watch the whole time. Yes. Um, when his mom so goes away, I was like, no. for me, growing up, it was like Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. Yeah. So I oh, didn't wow, see. Okay. I didn't see Cinderella. I wasn't like with it. I didn't see any of these. But Beauty and the Beast. Avoiding the hype. Yeah. I'm not just going to go because it's made. It's like, <laughs> I need to love it. But um, Beauty and the Beast, I like similarly tore apart. Yes, um, you do. But I yes, would say do. this was like better than Beauty and the Beast to me. Really? It stayed truer to the story. I liked the additions they made. The additions in Beauty and the Beast was like, oh, her mom died of scarlet yeah. fever. It, whatever. Oh, are you talking not- about the time traveling? She yeah, didn't that was lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two Sorry. minutes on Beauty and the Beast. The fact that the Beast could already fucking read. Mm-hmm. I was like, give me my money back. He couldn't read. That was the whole was fucking kid, point. Yeah. That's how they fell in love. I and think like, you also had, if I recall from what we talked, you did not like the casting of Belle too. I didn't. I mean, no French. no offense to her, but I feel like they could have done what they did with Aladdin and found like the most Belle in the fucking world. I and mean, it's like Emma, Emma Watson already. pretty ha- good. She's not no? though. I didn't buy it. She she wasn't. You know, I I agree with Jill on this one. I haven't seen the movie, but I didn't really like <laughs> her. No, no, you have no opinion, sir. No, he's qualified. No, I just I was like, really? She's Belle. I mean, I liked her as Hermione. She did great in the Harry Potter series. Don't get no, me wrong. He just typecast. It her. was just, just like a too safe of a bet. I think they she's like she reads right. Yeah, <laughs> she reads with Hermione. Um, no but reason, I will yeah. say, Lemonosa. Big moment wise, yeah, this one did better because of the like, do you trust me? Like yeah. that's a big moment. I feel like Aladdin. You don't up. think like the the dancing sequence <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast with the beat? Okay, we're doing this. For no. the side <laughs> oh shit. Okay, I will tell you, my moment in Beauty and the Beast was when she goes in cartoon when she goes into the library and she's like, oh my god, this is the most magnificent thing I've ever seen. She's like 
blown away yeah. and the beast is like if you like it that much it's yours mm. and i remember that being like boom it was a big deal they are fucking soulmates like this was the best <laughs> my like seven-year-old self was like in and in the remake she's like wow cool library and he's like if you like it you can have it <laughs> and i was like <laughs> literally give me my fucking money back i hate you but oh, aladdin gosh. had the like do you trust me the yeah. only moment it was missing is when jasmine was in the street and she's covered and she's yeah, like, yeah on hand i wanted that moment for her me really too bad. i think they could have done it too i think it was like she, she gets back home i was like she get back in time i mean I she could have come a second time or i even thought she could have used that power when she switched places and pretended to be yeah. dahlia yeah and if they would have caught Aladdin, she could have been like, let him go. I'm Princess Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I just think they could have done that moment for yeah. me better. So. I will say, shout out that the uh, Prince Ahmed was the dude from Game Night. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was waiting to see who would bring it up. Either me yeah. or you. I was fucking dying. He's like, I heard they were cats how nice they are. It's so nice. Uh, um, so we got some upcoming ones here. Roll. We got some upcoming ones. We got the Lion King, like Jill's talked about. She's t- looking forward to that. We have Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which is a sequel to Maleficent, and it looks closer to the Sleeping Beauty story. Right. Uh, Lady of the Tramp's going to be coming out in November. That's going to be on the Disney Plus format, so that'll be on the streaming service. And then uh, Mulan, which has been in development for fucking ever from the fill of it, is coming out uh, next year. I mean, I've heard it's actually done filming. They just, yeah, I mean, I thought post. I heard it's been done, and they just pushed it out, basically. Yeah. And then Cruella, which is going to be a... Kind of a prequel to the 101 Dalmatians, set in the oh. 80s. Oh, so, so they're going yeah, Maleficent on that one. It's gonna be Kinda. Emma Stone is uh, Crowdeville. Yeah. Oh. Okay. She's like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. She'll take her headphones off. She's yeah. out of here. She's like, give me my fucking money back. Who's the dragon in Mulan? I don't know, actually, man. They could have Eddie Murphy back. No, they I can't. Wish no, they, they can't, because Eddie Murphy hates people. Yeah, right? We've already talked about this. <laughs> Eddie Murphy hates anything to do with the past. I guess it's going to be Chris Rock, guys. Damn. I'm done with that. Actually, I am looking forward to Mulan, because they do it for a actual Asian cast, too, yeah, an Asian yeah. actor. So I've never works. seen the original. One oh, really? I, I want to. We didn't mention sauce. about Aladdin is a yes. diverse cast. Yeah, yeah very they much. They did better with that, for sure. So very I think much. that's what makes me excited for uh, Mulan. Because, mm-hmm. like, you already have a badass warrior girl, which yeah, definitely. is in right now. They have a lot of unknown <laughs> actors and actresses in Mulan, too. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Nice. Uh, I'm with that. The Mushu, the dragon, could be someone unknown. It'd be yeah. cool to be just someone funny. Yeah. That's, they should go that route. Watch it. Zach Galvanakis. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the most part, Cruella sounds like it's going to be fucking terrible, but uh, we'll see how it is. I mean, doing. they announced it like two years ago, too. One yeah, of those I, rem- I thought it was like a fake one you know how they like no. faked they she's just supposed to be like fires. a punk rock thing or something oh, man i mean please stop. yeah please what's stop. punk rock corella look it up so <laughs> and it's emma stone yeah missing oh damn and then they've announced sword in the stone pinocchio which is supposed to be directed by uh, our good old friend guillermo del toro let's see if that ever comes <laughs> out interesting. we know how his shit basically <laughs> never happens uh it'll get, it'll get delayed like yeah. five times there'll be a different director by next yeah. year i guarantee it uh hunchback in notre dame uh, Lilo and Stitch, which sounds like a terrible fucking idea. I don't know yeah. how they're going to do that. I really want to know how they're going to make that movie. The original That's still a holds up. That's a perfect cartoon. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it yeah. still holds up. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I just saw it not too long ago. I was like, oh, shit. And then uh, Little Mermaid's coming out. So Of course. That is my third. If they fuck up Little Mermaid. I don't know how they'll do Little Mermaid. The trifecta correct. of oh, ruining my childhood would be I, I don't know complete. how they're going to outdo the underwater graphics of Aquaman, but okay. <laughs> 
James Wan does it. He's like, I can do it. I know. I can do he it. switches sides. Yeah. Uh, I would say that, obviously, Lion King I'm looking forward to. Me too. Uh, Mulan and Sword in the Stone. I will say that I hope that Mulan, I mean, no, uh, that I hope Lion King doesn't fall into the whole trap of being shot for shot. Like, Because yeah. everything I've seen of Lion King looks like shot for I, shot. I, I was just going to say, I'm down. You're okay with that? Because name a single Disney remake that stayed classic. No, I mean, it's no, like no, maybe no. that's time. Maybe that's the cutting edge where they do it almost shot for shot. I think Aladdin was close. It was, I mean, to but a I point, think well, there's new they could too, so. they could do that, and I think it could still work. Good cast. The Lion King, King is definitely yeah, and the Lion King is definitely like a classic. Like oh, yeah. line for line, that movie could hold. Yeah, for, for the most shows. part, that story yeah. can still hold up to yeah. today. Yeah, I don't think they need much change. I mean, do you guys do you guys think that like Disney's running out of ideas, so they're just going back and reading? No, I think they're just trying to make a profit. I think that they know that people are going to watch a movie, and it doesn't cost them as much as you would think to make a. Disney's got us in a bind, guys. You think about it. Think about it. They got Marvel. They got this shit. uh, They got Star Wars. It had mixed reviews on Aladdin, and it made way more than I think they even anticipated based off of those critic reviews. Yeah, and the trailers sucked. Yeah, and they did two trailers. None of the trailers were good for Aladdin. (laughs) Even then, I was still like, like still going to sue. Sheer loyalty getting these tickets. (laughs) Crazy. I'm there. They're making the money because they can. One of them. And now, I mean, I saw little kids dressed up in Mm -hmm. the theater when I went, and I was like, that's cool. I was like, they're probably going to do that for even Lion King. I'd be like. That'd be weird. Like, Someone dressed as a Pumbaa. <laughs> I'm just a boardhog. Look at me. <laughs> I've smelly. seen the, the Broadway show, and I will say that. I have seen the Broadway show as well it. for I Aladdin. I have uh, not. Really, really good show, by the yeah. way. Better than the Frozen one, by the way. Yeah, Bill, take you me. You saw the Frozen one. I slept through it, actually. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts, then, on Aladdin? Starting with you, Jill, since you were our guest. I feel like I've talked a lot of shit about Aladdin, so I will say the things that I did like. The casting of Aladdin could not have been more perfect. The guy himself, Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine's pipes singing were great. Naomi Scott can sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. did really good. And she I was thought definitely she the best had good one. chemistry with Aladdin. They had good on-screen stuff. They did, yeah. Abu was cool. I just voiced I by the version, voiced by the original guy by the yeah. way. Still. Really? <laughs> really? I did not know that. Him and the uh, the chamber chamber secrets, fucking Harry Potter. Uh, what <laughs> was it called? The, the lion thing. That's Peter Welker who did the Transformer stuff. Yeah, um, I thought that. Same, yeah, I thought that was him. He's the same voice. He's the only person from the 1992 thing that reprises Megatron, his role. sir. And Megatron. I, my other closing thought is on Will Smith. There was no one else that could have done it. Okay. It just the shoes were not going to be able to be filled. It couldn't be anyone that's controversial. So I think he did do a good job, mm-hmm. but I don't think they did a good job to him with gotcha. the CGI and sense. like the lines that they made for him. He could have been way funnier. I just think it like skated on hot and cold to me and they could have done like way more with Will Smith. He's like everybody's dad, everybody's uncle, everybody's yeah. brother. And it's yeah. like, I cr- make him an icon genie. Don't make him like pass. I, I credit that to the director. Guy Ritchie isn't really known for this kind of comedy. He's yeah. rated for like really R-rated comedy. Yeah. So this is probably him trying to do a toned down version I don't know if you've ever seen like Snatched or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. considered a comedy, and oh really? Yeah. yeah. So think Quick of it that way. Too, yeah. yeah, I just think and it's very bantery in it. So that's why it made sense that him and Aladdin had that banter and chemistry. Will Smith yeah. brought a couple really cute moments, like when he sits and he was like, "Tell me about the girl." Like, yeah, I like so that. I like that too. Cute. That's when I. Or he was talking shit. Like See, for me, that's when I was like, "Man, this might really work." Same. Yeah. And then it just it it was. A... And where he tells him like, "Hey, I've never called anyone my friend." I was like, "Damn." Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about you, Nabil? 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's worth a watch. If you if you're on the fence, I you know don't be. It's you'll you'll either get lost into it. Even if you liked the '92 film, um, this is this is going to be fun overall. There's going to be some things you don't like uh, that they might have changed, but I mean, it's fun for kids for sure. A lot of the kids that were in the theater that was watching it seemed to enjoy it all, quite a bit. So yeah, at, at the very at least, at the end of the day, it's a Disney. Film. Yeah, it's a Disney film, so you're not going to get disappointed. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Marco? It's a fun film. It's a pseudo retelling of the original, so if you're just going with that in mind, I think you'll enjoy it. Again, it's not perfect by far, but it's still a pretty good live adaptation mm-hmm. of the film. And I, I agree with you, Jill. I don't think there's anyone else that could have been Genie other than Will Smith. And I, I came to that conclusion after watching the movie, of course, because I was yeah. like with James, unsure of how his performance would be. But I gotta say, it worked, and it worked for me. And again. Um, if you're unsure, you can always catch the matinee. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have just CG'd Rob Williams into. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. No, Fuck it could have been Will kidding. Smith. I would have just liked a bigger, bolder Will Smith. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. It would have been. I, I felt like he held back a lot of times, but mm-hmm. I still liked it overall. So, overall, yeah. I would say I would recommend to see it. And with that, guys, that is the end of our review of Aladdin. Thank you for listening, and thank you for all the feedback, response, reviews. Once again, thank you for Jill for joining us today thank as well. Thank you for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. awesome. Thank you. Uh, Marco, let them know how they can reach us. Check us out on our social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, and Twitter at MoviePalsPod. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and now Spotify. And please submit a review if you can. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and give us some suggestions for the topic of the week. And uh, join us next time, guys. We are going to be actually on episode 50. Celebrate! Yeah, quite a big one. We're, it's wow. going to be a special episode. We are going to be re- uh, reviewing Dark Phoenix, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, really, uh, not really looking forward to that one. I but. mean, it might be okay. Okay, until next time, guys, this is James. And Marco. And Nabil. And Jill, too. And have a good one.